Today is July 24th, 2020, Friday of the 16th week in Ordinary Time. It is. 16th week in Ordinary Time, and you are tuned into Deacon's Discussions and Drinks. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another really live episode of Deacon's Discussions and Drinks. I'm Deacon Tim Stout. I'm Deacon Dallas Kelly. I'm Father Lingwin. We hope you can hear us. We hope the technology's working. And we'd like to welcome everybody to the show. It's Friday night. I feel like I'm at Mass on Sunday because it's hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... It is hot in here. I'm going to take that screen off, Steve. So if you go back to that, let me know here in a second. Uh, it's hot. I feel like we're on the surface of the moon. But uh, hey, tonight's a little different for us. Tonight is the live call-in show. So if you tried to call already, wait a second. We got to get uh, that system up and running. We'll get that going here in just a second. And uh, we'll be ready to go. So there's the number, the number 657-332-2667. That's 657-DEACONS. Don't y'all like that? Hello? Is anybody there? 657-DEACONS. Would you just rather have a local number? What do y'all think? What, what do you think is better, local number or 657-DEACONS? 657-DEACONS. Character. Yeah, okay. And you can go to www.callinstudio.com, show DEACONS. So... Start calling. Hey, looks like somebody's calling in already. I like it. So that's, see how quick that is? Let's hope it's not a spam call. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited. Are you guys excited? Oh, sh yeah. We're excited. Will people call? <laughs> what will they ask? How many questions will we have answers to? How many times will we take the fifth? <laughs> <laughs> I take the fifth. Tim, you answer that. Exactly. Exactly. I'm trying to get us in into the host mode here. See if that's working. Please insert a quarter. Is that what it's saying? <laughs> it's it's something like that. Let's for hey, the first why, three minutes, why, please insert seventy five cents. Well, it's probably something like that. Um while we're doing that, let's talk about current events. Who's got a current event? Father Lynn, I know you've got a current event. Well, I do. Uh, just fresh from the press, from the bishop. He said, uh, Bishop John, the Catholic bishop of Kentucky, conversed yesterday about the governor's request to close churches for two weeks. He said, we are concerned that this will lead to more confusion. We will continue to celebrate Mass as we have been with all of the social distancing, sanitizing, and Mass usage. Anyone who feels uncomfortable coming to church should make use of the one of the live stream Mass options at their parish or on the diocesan website. Bishop John. There it is. 
Awesome. So we're remaining status quo, right? We remain. We just status continue quo. to do what we're doing. Sounds good. I like it. I'm a I'm a firm believer that try to keep treading water and keep moving forward. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> so it's your turn to be in the sun this this uh, Sunday, isn't it? It's my turn. I'm going to write a homily hopefully tomorrow morning. I don't. I'd like to wait to the last minute. Well, next week, uh, not this week, but next week, going to move mass down to nine o'clock. So it should be. So right. two Sundays from now, we're at nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. This week we're at nine thirty. So we're trying to trying to skirt the sun, but uh, yeah. So the bishop says keep having mass. We keep having mass. Ours is outside. It's a great place to have mass as long as it doesn't rain and you have some protection from the sun, which we have neither. <laughs> well, we got rain, but it's not bad. Good. It's it's true. It's been uh, it's been pretty good. How many weeks have we done it? Anybody know? Anybody got count? <sighs> three <I> years. <laughs> Seemed like three years in it. I would say at least two months. Yeah, it's probably been because we've celebrated Pentecost already, right? We celebrate before Pentecost. Yeah, so it's been a long time. I mean, well, what what was the first Sunday of ordinary time? Three or four? What was the like coming out of uh, Pentecost? Six. Six. So we're at uh, six, Seven, 10, 16, 10 17. Weeks. So t- 10. This will be our 11th week. 11 weeks. And how many times have you preached? Uh, <laughs> he Well, he gets kind of off again two Sundays from now. We have a uh, speaker coming. But every time I know I preach, I don't receive a lot of uh, <laughs> controversial just, calling directly to me. <laughs> So, are you saying there's been some controversy about some of the homilies here lately, or? Yep, always about the deacons. <laughs> well, there was somebody calling to the parish this week, asked, so who's preaching this weekend? <laughs> Terry said, I don't know. <laughs> so, I, I didn't get any bad ones? I'm disappointed. <laughs> you might have. Yeah, he might just not be telling me. Well, I think he's waiting for the bishop to call you. Oh. <laughs> so... <laughs> Because technically you do work for the bishop. Yeah, that's true. But he usually emails me himself. So <laughs> I have yet to have that happen. So I I feel like maybe I might be the only deacon at St. Francis and John that hasn't. I'm sure that Skip's had a contact with the bishop. And I know you have. But somebody requests me to sanction all your preaching. And I say, I don't have that power. Uh, all of us? And then I said, uh, so who does? I said, the bishop. The person emailed the bishop. Wow. So we'll find out in a week or two. Well, we th- you'll get an email. Can't you control your deacons, Father? <laughs> Who has time? Well, if it's about my homily from four weeks ago? Three weeks. Three, we- three weeks ago. Uh, I'll just email him a copy of the, the homily. No, I'm, take care. Sh- I'm sure he know he watched live. Yeah, all you got to do is send him a share to the, to the uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, I mean, when you're preaching, I mean, I think we do a pretty good job of preaching the gospel. And the teachings of the church, don't you? Oh, yeah. The, the, the idea right now for me is the everybody's on edge, you know, especially hot topic. You just don't, you know, that's why I told you guys some time ago, you guys stay with with the fundamental, with the gospel of hope, joy, healing is important. I don't know about you all, but I got a, uh, I got the four homily or the four parable Gospel this weekend. Pick one. <laughs> I haven't read it. The kingdom it. of God read. is like everything. Yeah. 
a mustard seed, a garden, and well, I got I got pearl, yeah, a fisherman. You know, I got okay, I got a I got a lot of uh, allegory. I can use. Just not sure which direction to go yet. And I wanted to see if there was anything hot topics going on. Oh, so. he's pretty this weekend on me. It's me. You? I think you preach already. No, no. So you want to? Do you have a homily ready to go? Because I can scale back and go next week if no, you want to go. Can this have week. it. That's well, I haven't well, read it yet. The next week, it's a break, too, because it's uh, Sister So-and-So. Sister So-and-So come to preach. Well, tomorrow morning, if I strike out, I'll let you know. How about that? Because I will preach on actually tithing to the second reading from Paul to the Romans. You know, all all good things come from God. God. That's why we say when we go out to eat, what do we say? All for the glory of God. Right? right? Yep. I mean, that's To me, that's... That's the easy part. Solomon's, so for me, all the parable, yeah. it linked to that gear to that goodness. And the, the, the first reading was Solomon. You know, Solomon's praying to God. He asked for one important thing, isn't it? That's right. Ask so, for wisdom. Wisdom. Doesn't ask for glory or doesn't ask for power over his opponents. Ask for wisdom. Mm-hmm. And God gives it to him so abundantly that even today we talk about Solomon's wisdom. What are you reading over there? You getting ready for your current event? No. Well, I'm, no. I'm just. I'm reading the comments coming in. Oh, there's comments coming in. Someone says I have enjoyed every homily given by the Deacons. Oh. Oh. Well, God. Oh, then, then, then they had to come back and say, "Oh, and Father Lynn too." <laughs> Special blessings for that person. So. Well, I have to say one thing that Father Bob taught me. <laughs> God love you. God love you. I miss Father Bob. Have you all called Father Bob? I have. I have not. I have not. Have you, Dallas? No, I have not. I need to. I'll, I'm going to make it a point to call him this week, just to touch base with him. Not to switch bases, but I'm going to talk about my current event because I'm worried about my hometown tonight. A lot of stuff going on in Louisville tonight. Mm-hmm. So I heard extra prayers for Louisville. You know, two left, one left wing, one right, Quite ultra, ultra, <laughs> ultra left wing, ultra right wing. Let's just hope that the the protests are peaceful and uh, even. Am I cutting in and out on you? Uh, let's just hope that the the protests are peaceful and that nobody's hurt. And let the let the protesters get their point across, but do it hopefully peacefully, which usually is pretty good up until it gets dark, <laughs> <laughs> and then bad things start to happen. So prayers for Noel. So that's kind of what my uh, topic was. Over to you, Dallas. Mine is... Oh, hold on. Hold on one second. Let me start. The phone lines are open. We have four lines available right now. That's eight. Sorry. I forgot the number. 657 because as soon as Dallas gets done, we're going to start taking those calls. 657-DEACONS. Come on, people. You have questions. We know it. We may or may not have answers, but call in. Dallas. <laughs> The only reason I bring this up and it caught my eye the other day was because uh, I retired from Toyota and it kind of, uh, you know, was hitting home where I seen where Tesla has overcome Toyota as the most valuable automaker in the world. That's a big thing. Not It doesn't say the most profitable or the most uh, revenue, but with their stocks, Skyrocketing the other day, they became the most valuable automaker. Tesla, what a personality, Elon Musk! 
I mean, that's why I Google yeah. Tesla the other day. <clears throat> See what kind of horsepower it has. Got a lot. You can get the Demon, mm-hmm. which is the ultra, the ultimate upgrade, and go into mode that you don't want to go into. <laughs> much, <laughs> much more car than, hey, you know, electric car may make sense for you. I don't know. Hybrid? Have you ever thought about a hybrid? Yeah, but I'm still love big engine though. Well, I like. Uh, I definitely like the um, the whole thing with Tesla. Uh, I, I think it's. I think they're so far ahead on battery technology, driver, you know, driver assistance or driverless cars. I think they've got a big head start, and uh, I think that's something that that hopefully will continue to propel the technology forward because I think it ultimately will be a lot more safe for everybody on the road. Are y'all ready to do this? Sure. You'll never <laughs> believe who the first call is. I bet I can guess. Miss Beverly France. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Right? Here we go. We'll get, try it out. Let's see what happens. Beverly? Oh. Hello. How are you? Can you hear us okay? Hello. I can hear you, but you can't hear me. Uh, no, I can hear you now. We can hear you. You're live oh. on the show. How oh, about that? You can hear me. Yeah, <laughs> How we can. How about that? How about that? Hey, I just want to tell you guys that I am so proud of what you do on Sunday. Because I am in a community where I can't get out of my room. I can't do anything. But at least I can see people I know on Sunday. And I just love it. Well, thank you very much. And uh, we couldn't do it without the cameraman. What do you think about that cameraman? Well, I know, I know, but he's not the <laughs> one that talked me into uh, turning the thing on. Uh, sometimes I have trouble getting it on my iPad, but I certainly, I do it. I watch, people <laughs> laugh. I, I watch a 7.30 mass in the morning for out of New York, and then I tune in at 9.30 for you guys. And um, it's worked very well, and I'm very—I'm just very pleased with what you're doing for the for the church. I think it's wonderful. Well, I'll, I'll thank you, Dallas. Thank you. I'll thank you too. Just a, a question: Are you you guys getting visitors there yet? No, or yes or no? Am I, am I what? Are you all getting? I can't, are, are you getting visitors at the? At your place? No, 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 no visitors. I can't even see my own son and and my grandchildren. No, nobody. <clears throat> I see I see my daughter-in-law once in a while in the hall, and that's about it. Yeah, because they I can't. We're, we're quarantined. We don't go anywhere. <laughs> well, it, we're, it, here to, we're here to stay. It's interesting because <laughs> both uh, Kelly's mom and my mom are both in in uh, assisted living facilities, and Kelly's mom is in Louisville. And they can have visitors. It's in a special room. But my mom is in oh. Lexington and no visitors there. So it's, well, I, I guess it just depends on the level of care, maybe. Yeah. Well, we have, uh, I can talk, well, you've been out here. You know what this place is like. I can talk from the balcony down to my kids when they come. And then we have, a, on the patio, they have a big screen with uh, plexiglass. And you get a half hour which on my birthday, they came for that. But uh, otherwise, we don't go anywhere. We don't do anything. I mean, we're, we're, um, <laughs> I feel like I'm back in college when I had to have a curfew, <laughs> had to sign in and out. <laughs> I don't think we call that, I don't think we call that curfew, Beverly. We call that cloister, <laughs> convent. Yeah. yeah, you're back in the but convent. You know what? 
Well, you know what? I'm I'm hoping to see the day that we have a school out at Cardone. I hope we can get that going out there. That's my that's my biggest prayer for your parish is to see that school move out there and all in one area. But that's what weighs down the drain, I guess. No, it's not. Keep on praying, Beverly. I know you'll pray of a lot of power. Amen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna keep praying for it because I, the children over at your school are the most wonderful kids. I just love being over there with them, but I can't even do that anymore now. I can't, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> oh, so it's all right. I'm, <laughs> I'm living. Well, I guess so, the other thing too, you haven't had communion then, have you? No communion. Yes, she yeah. does. Yeah, you get communion. How does that? I'm happen? sorry. Can you? You did you? Are you getting? Father. Are you getting communion? Yes, I go down. We have it now. This is funny. Uh, I don't know who get, uh, gets it. I think one of the people that are in charge here. It comes from Amazon, and it's a big tray, and it has um, your host on top and the wine in the bottom, and then we pick it up. And right after you've had communion on 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 the iPad, I hustle right down to that room and pick mine up then. So, uh, yes, we are. And you know what? Hey, that's a neat way to do it because you're not touching anything for people. I mean, you're, they're touching their own, you know. And I have never seen like anything like that before. There you go. So, that's a modern church, Beverly. Yeah. Modern church. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys, just keep up your good work. Yes, and, ma'am. Uh, I'm, I'm, and I'll pray for you. And thank you very much for letting me have Mass on Sunday. Thank you, I ma'am. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Beverly. Okay, Thanks. talk to you later. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. <clears throat> there you go. First well, call. First call, number one thing. She's in good spirits for being cloistered for so long. Isn't oh, she? she's amazing. You can talk to her. She find a lot of spirit. <laughs> not, not sure we had another call, I thought, but it dropped. Oh, got somebody calling in now. Um. Uh, no, I mean that's that's the hard part of it, isn't it? Being, you know, it's hard. It's hard for me because I haven't seen my mom since March. I talk to her a lot. See her on Facetime. I think it's easy for her, but it's hard for me. Uh, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just something about not being able to able to go see him. You know? It's tough. We did get to go see Kelly's mom. Um, just uh, a couple times. They got a little room you can go in. You got to sit six feet apart, got to have a mask on. But uh, that's been good. We've done that a couple times. Uh, her great grandson went to see her. And, uh, so I don't know. There, there's there's that whole I don't know communication or interpersonal relationship. I think that's probably going to be one of the biggest casualties coming out of this is communicating with with folks and how to right yeah, yeah. <laughs> relationships. Yep. Six five seven three three two two six six seven. You know, I know why people on radio shows have so many commercials is because they <laughs> fill the dead time with commercials. But we can talk. So yeah, um, uh, but there are good things that come out of this. You know, uh, um, like making people's day. Like we just with the mass at the wherever she's staying. Um, I've been uh, the last. Probably I'm on my third week now, um, cleaning my garage out, trying to make room for a 
the bass boat. boat. (laughs) (laughs) And the amount of boxes that I've gone through trying to clear things out, all the memories that are coming back, um, the photo albums I'm, I'm flipping through. My son has come out in the garage, and he's has spent an hour and a two hours out there with me thumbing through all the pictures that we haven't seen in years and what his mom and dad looks like when they were teenagers. And, uh, well, and we, we, We've got a memory we're going to share a little bit later oh. <laughs> <laughs> that he found in his office yeah, or in his garage. I, I found a cassette tape 41 years old of a of an old ball game i played in high school and uh i didn't even have anything to play it on i was like i wonder if this still works i thought it might be all crackly it's been in a hot garage you know all the time it sounds pretty good (laughs) we'll we'll go play we got a couple callers let's go to uh let's bring karen mulholland hi karen hi there How's everybody? Good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Okay. Just got in from work. Um, I have a question in regards to their current environment with that across the country with all the vandalism and destruction of religious statues and churches. And if, have we put any type of security process in place? We as in our parish or we as in our diocese or we as in Catholic? Well, as as in our parish. Yes, in our parish, it's fairly pretty safe. We don't have much uh, statue outside except the Mary Grotto Mm -hmm. at Cordome. I would love to Mm -hmm. see somebody try to take her down this time. Because you want a new one, or oh, she, oh, she's fierce. She's fearless. She she is bolted down Mm -hmm. to probably about fifty thousand pounds worth of torque. Really? So she's heavyweight. She's a heavy lifter. But so far, I'm assuming a lot of these um, things have been in bigger cities with big statues. And uh, it, granted, nobody's totally secure, even though we're in a smaller city. But uh, they tend to be in the bigger cities so far. In, in Georgetown, you know, we in a conversation with the the mayor and chief of police and. Ministers, we feel very safe. This community is extremely uh, diverse, but very open for conversation, um, very positive. So that is my experience. But the true concern about damaging statues, that kind of thing, I, uh, technically I'm not too much worried about that. And there have been protests in downtown Georgetown. So there have been marches, protests. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've seen a couple of them in the mm-hmm. afternoon coming yeah. home from work. And they've been you know, pretty peaceful. Pretty peaceful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just concerned, you know, too, St. Francis, that's kind of isolated. And... I haven't thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't been yeah. down there since all this started. Yeah, it's still in I'm good not... secure. We got under the Regina patches. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is still mm-hmm. very actively used out there. So Father Mark is still, I think he have a resident stay with him right now, uh, another priest out there. And, oh. then, and then there's a caretaker of those out mm-hmm. there as well. Oh. So there is, uh, there is personnel mm-hmm. out there that, that's out there, I won't say all the time, but most mostly all the time. But, so. Mm-hmm. so we're pretty safe. So Okay. All right. Super, Karen. Thanks right. for calling. All right. Hope you're doing okay. well out All there. Right. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. Let's see. We we got more callers. Wow. How about that. 
This one doesn't give, doesn't give us a name, so we're we're going blind. But they just want to say hello or something. So let's see what happens here. You're live. Go ahead. Go ahead, caller. Or not. Go ahead, caller. You're live on the air. Caller two. Nothing. Said hello. I'm calling to say hello to the deacons, and this is, you know, text-to-speech. So, and deposit, and I'm interested to know about the figuring tonight. The figurines. Oh, the figurines. Oh, Oh, I got you. I got you. So, figurines. They're still not there? Live. They're live. I got them on. But uh, either they've hung up or they've muted or they're on, they called from their computer and they're not responding. But uh, I've heard that this is a staple from uh, Catholic Radio, right? You got to – you got to – you, Lucy you, is going to get tipped over there in a minute. We, we need to find out, does Jesus agree of the, with the show? That's a, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could get any of them to do a complete no or a complete yes. Yeah, that's true. So no, Catholic, Catholic bobbleheads, uh, there's, what, eight of them there? So, hey, if you've got a bobblehead that you want to put on the table— doesn't have to be Catholic. Send us a bobblehead. We'll put it up there. As long as it's not. Uh, <laughs> Do you, you want to go through who we got? Yeah, go ahead. Can you see him from your side? I can't see him all. I know the far one's Michael, right? Say Michael the Archangel. Francis next behind him. No, that's. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Francis. Francis. St. Patrick, Patrick in the back row. Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc. Who's over there? This one right here. St. Lucy. Lucia. Yeah. Pope it's, Francis. Yeah, he's not a saint. I know. Oh, well, let's kill him first, baby, so he can canonize him. <laughs> then Jesus. Jesus. And who's that over there? Is that Catherine? Lassou. Oh, Teresa Lassou? So, it's a good uh, good cross-section of uh, saints, right? So, three women saints, three men saints. All right. No, wait. St. Michael the Archangel. Two. Two, two men saints. Two main saint. And one, one to be saint. And and Jesus, Jesus, and Jesus is not, Jesus doesn't qualify, count as a saint, does he? I mean, how's that work? He is saintiness. He, 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 <laughs> he's he is probably the, in heaven. I would say, well, he is, right? <laughs> he is the root of all sainthood. But if somebody asked you, "Is Jesus a saint?" You would say yes. Yes, you would say yes because sainthood means in heaven. Yeah. Okay. If, if you're if you're a saint, you're in heaven. See, that's why you turn in, tune into this show, because you get to find out all kinds of stuff like that. So, not that we didn't know that Jesus was in heaven, but call him a saint. So, we, we'll call her, we're, we're, we're sorry that you didn't get to, we didn't get to hear your voice, but hopefully we answered your question. Just a new addition to the set. Try to make it look a little bit better, but, you know, send us some, hey, you can send us bobbleheads, you can send us... Money. Don't forget money. You can send us money. We'll take money. <laughs> we, we're we looking to get some chairs. Really, what we really need is an air conditioner in here because we feel like we're walking on the surface of the sun. That's how hot it is. So, um, Hey, Jonah, all cross eyes. <laughs> yeah. Some of them head bobble better than the other ones. Yeah, I work on those. I just unpack those early. Get some WD forty with that long red stick. I get. I put them on the stretcher. <laughs> Stretch them out. Don't break them, Father. Please. <laughs> Not the first. So is that is that Pope Francis happen to be the one from the sacristy? No, it's a different okay. one. Yeah, that's a different one. So Lucy, Saint Lucy, she have her eye, but her eye on the plate right here. She have four eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Okay. <laughs> Let's. We've got a question about coronavirus from Michael France. Oh. Oh, the France family is well represented this evening. Let's see. Hi there, everyone. How's everyone doing tonight? Pretty good, Michael. How are you? So my, I'm doing great. So my question is, what do you think God's plan is for coronavirus? And what do you think about it? Oh, oh. great question. I'll let the deacon answer that, Michael. Thank you. Go ahead, Deacon. All right. Okay, I'll 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 tell. I, I might be wrong, but uh, you know, there's a there's a plan and everything, right? We believe that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think that the coronavirus should help us refocus on our families, refocus on our faith and our families. That's to me. I think that's. I what, like that answer. Yeah, that's what God's calling us to do. Is you know, we've yeah. we've learned that a lot of the things that we found were important in life aren't so important anymore. Uh, you know, playing outside with your kids as a family. That's why you can't find any basketball yeah. goals anywhere. Being in the garage, like I just mentioned, with yeah. my son for a long time. Because he'll make, I mean, people dying with this virus is evil, and he'll always make some good somehow come out of evil. Yeah, and so that's that's kind of my thoughts. What do you, but do you know it's hard to buy food and grocery anymore? Because people are eating home. They buy everything, go home and cook for each other. So we're going to be better cooks coming out of this. Oh, you're darn right. I've got one of the best cooks in the world in my house right now. My wife move over there? <laughs> <laughs> it's my son-in-law. Uh, Mr. Andrew Susie can cook like there's no other. I love it. He's uh, been a true blessing uh, to our family, but uh, his ability to, to cook is Can he make exceptional. potato soup like my wife? But no, there's nobody that can make potato <laughs> soup like your wife, but... I do think that we're eating at, we're eating home a lot more. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we probably get carry out. I don't know, maybe once a week. Maybe. I don't know. We DoorDash a lot. <laughs> so, but I think that's 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 one of the things you can also see it because you can't you can't find basketball goals. They're hard to find right now. Uh, home swimming pools, portable boats, above boats, ground boats, fishing stuff, trampolines. Right. You know, so things that encourage. And, you know, fishing, I don't know if fishing encourages it that much, but, I mean, you fish with a friend of yours, so there, there is some bonding yeah. there. But, you know, uh, things that encourage, you know, interaction in the family, I think, are some th- the positive things we need to take out of this coronavirus. Well, from, 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 from the deeper, deeper reflection from the spiritual sense is, you know, one, you used it, the language of, of, uh, of when Jesus called repentance, you know, the, the, the metanoia, uh-huh. go beyond your mind. The, the news that kept us from, from being, being free, I think as a society, we, we are a bit too comfortable, right? As a church, we are a bit too comfortable. As a family, we are a bit too comfortable in the way we want. But more and more, we can shake off our own comfortness, right? And, and everything requires yeah. an urgency, uh, thinking, deepening. You know, you look at the school right now, it's fascinating. It changed constantly. And you know, how do we approach this with great responsibility to protect our children, our teachers, our staff from corona, but yet call us to a, you know, when the last time you imagine virtuous learning, you know, we, we talk about in college. True. You know, you know, right now in our school, right now, I told um, Mr. Modell, our principal, and say, you know, we have imagined let's have uh, art classes virtuously. You know, I can bring in professional, great artists can teach our children virtuously. 
free. <laughs> you can't beat free. Free's good. <laughs> it's amazing. No, and I, and I, th- I think, and this just, I mean, obviously with teachers, you know, going from teaching in person to going to, to the virtual environment changes your perspective on your profession. Right. right. And I think that's something that, I mean, you're retired, but, you know, e- even here at church, you know, our vocations, if you were getting stale in your vocation or your occupation, you need help. <laughs> co- coronavirus is helping that because it it's causing you to look at everything you do f- from a different direction. And, and maybe, you know, if you're a teacher or a doctor or a lawyer or an accountant or any of those things, it's revitalizing you in what you chose to do with your life. Correct. Uh, Definitely from a vocation point of view, I mean, this this show, what we're doing here is is an extension of coronavirus. And to me, this wouldn't have happened without it. And I think it's a good thing because we, we're trying to stay connected with the parish and, and, you know, have questions and answers like this. So, I, you know, that's part of it. You got something else to add to that? No, I was just going to say all this we're making comments on. What is God's plan? Uh, it. That's all guesswork. <laughs> we'll know for sure when we're sharing in the divine nature. That's the only way we'll know his plan. But uh, how about you, Michael? What do you think it is? Well, I think it's I think it's like a stressful time for us, but I also think it's affected our behavior. So, like I, I like when I go to work, people are very nice to me now and stuff. And I think it's because we're realizing how much we have in our everyday lives. You know what God has given us and what we should be grateful for because people are finally realizing that, you know, food's hard to get and shelter is hard to receive. So I think it's really helping us bring ourselves together and we're learning if we help one another, how our world can change from it. And I think that's really important about it. That's great. That sounds like great uh, knowledge from a future priest. What do you think? Deacon first. Deacon, <laughs> Deacon first. <laughs> hey, Mike, Michael, you, you just graduated from high school, right? Yep. Yep. So great perspective, great insight. I mean, it, it's true. I, I do think that, you know, whether it's you driving down the road, I think people are nicer driving down the road. I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's as simple as that. So so hopefully we answered yeah. your question. How do we do? Do we do Okay. Oh, y'all, y'all did. I'll give you a 20 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Double. Super. Well, thanks for calling, Michael. Appreciate Alrighty. it. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Yeah, you said people are nicer. We we tend to see the ones that ain't so nice. That's the ones that gets to make the 11 o'clock news or the 6 o'clock news, you know. Well, nobody wants to hear good news. Because that's sales, you know. Yeah, nobody wants to hear good news. All phone lines are open, 65 65- Seven three three two two six six seven. That's six five seven three three two two six six seven. If you got a question for the deacons, Father Lynn is a deacon. Just remember that, or Father Lynn, <laughs> you can call. You can call in now. We'll answer your questions. What you know? Any comments on the Facebook page? That uh, no. any questions or anything? No, not so far. Well, while we're waiting for a call. Are you guys ready for a throwback in time? 41 years ago? 41, 41 years, years ago. Now, uh, once you play this, maybe we'll get some comments or call-ins. <laughs> but can they also write it if they're really not going to call in? Because they Can they comment a question? Sure. If you're not going to call in, co- comment on Facebook. Uh, we're not monitoring the YouTube feed, but, uh, you know, pop pop. I've got the Facebook feed up, so and so, there's yeah. a delay, so it might be a second before we see it. All right. Set the stage, Dallas. Set the stage. What are we? What are we about to hear? We are about to hear a. We was playing 
Bathaven. Western High School against Bathaven High School. 41 years ago in Louisville, Kentucky. I think the tape that I found, it was a cassette tape, and I was worried that just hitting the play button would make it snap. You know, it's been in a heated area for some 41 years. I had to go borrow a tape player from someone just to play it, see if it worked. But uh, this is a 40, I think a 40-second clip, Tim, I sent you. And uh, now Tim has, uh, and this is toward the end. We are in overtime, and it's coming down to 20-something seconds left. 20 seconds to go in overtime. We've set the stage. Here we go. 24 seconds left to play. They trail by one, 83-82, Dallas Kelly, right-hand corner, back outside of Mark Lynn, out of Darrell Beal, on the baseline of Lee Gales, drives, puts it up, hits the side of the board, Scott's got it, flips it over his shoulder, Gales gets it, down to Kelly, and tips it in! Dallas Kelly! <laughs> tips it in with seven seconds left to play in overtime, and Western now leads 84-83, that was a wild play. Gales took it in, hit the side of the board, Scott got it, but was falling away from the basket, had to flip the ball over his over his head, actually threw it behind him, and going up in midair, taking the ball and tipping it in, was Dallas Kelly. Ooh, Dallas Man, Kelly. Are you sure? Right it's not Larry Bird? <laughs> <laughs> that brings back memories. I'm assuming you all won the game? Yeah, they didn't score in that last seven seconds. <laughs> so do you, you remember that vividly? Oh, yeah. That, that particular thing, it's like it was yesterday. Still remember what happened, and... I love I love nostalgic stuff. It brings a lot of memories. Back like when I was in shape and thin, when I graduated high school, I was 6'3", 175 pounds. Was this a senior year? Was senior, senior year. year? And so, you know, what would you do? You played some college ball, right? Well, I went to college to play ball. I was on a college team. <laughs> and then uh, I quit school. I dropped out of school. College wasn't your thing, huh? College was not my thing. Indiana University Southeast. Been there. Have you? I've yeah. been there. It's four, uh, 41 years ago. <laughs> so so what is it like to hit a game winner like <sighs> Feels just like you'd think it would feel. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. I mean, not a lot of people get to experience that, right? Yeah. That joy, that... Thrill. Yeah, euphoria, you know. So, yeah, awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad you found that. That's that's pretty cool. I like Thank, it. See? Thanks I for forgot, coronavirus. I, I forgot <laughs> I even had the tape. You see? Know? It's like, what this tape? And I read the front of it. So was this on the radio? Is that what it was? It was on the radio. Somebody at home in my house recorded it. Man. Pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. I don't have any tapes like that, Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> Probably won't play that again, you know. Maybe it'll be playing at my funeral or something. Oh, no. We've got it. It's in the soundboard. Oh. <laughs> We're going to keep that forever, man. We may. That, okay. We can play it every week. Okay. <laughs> that may be the intro to the show from now on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have my permission. <laughs> Six five seven three three two two six six seven. That's six five seven three three two two six six seven. Six five seven Deacons. Someone just texted me and said those figurines are just like the ones they have on the Catholic Talk Show. Which Cat- I, I think that? it's on a YouTube channel. I watch it every once in a while. Is it a bunch of guys or a bunch of women or what is it? It's a, a I think a couple of guys and three guys, two guys and a priest. Huh. Well, I just Googled Catholic bobbleheads. Oh. <laughs> That's the only ones I could find. 
So who would be a good candidate for a Catholic bobblehead that's not represented here? We can find one. Well, Gotta have John Paul too. That's true. That would be a good one. What about like one that's uh, like St. Lawrence? I wonder how he would be depicted. On a grill. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, folks, if you know anybody that has a Catholic bobblehead or other bobblehead, one of the current events we can talk about is something amazing happened yesterday. Does anybody know what that was? Something amazing happened yesterday. For the first time in a long time in America. America, something, something amazing happened. Nothing's coming to mind. Baseball. Oh, uh, baseball come back. Baseball's back. Yeah, you, the Dodgers won. Yeah, we all heard. Nine to, <laughs> nine to one, eight to one, something like I that. I almost wore my Dodger jersey today, but uh, I, I, it yeah, wasn't Yeah, I, I miss baseball. I miss. I like following the Reds. I wore it last night while that game was going on. But they're on. playing without crowds, right? <laughs> That's correct. Playing without crowds. Uh, you can do a cutout of yourself, and you can purchase a seat yeah. in the stadiums. No, nah, that's all right. <laughs> so if you look like uh, behind the Dodgers, you got Larry King back there, and um, so I'm trying to, you know, Larry King is right talk show host. Yeah. He's back there, and then uh, what's the lady from uh, the original lady from Entertainment Tonight? I can't think what her name is. Uh, anyway, she, she's back there. A lot of famous people are. Have got some of the I just seen. Seat. I couldn't believe, and I, his name escapes me. Remember the red, the guy for, got called up from the Reds, and he hit like eight homers in the first eight games. He was called up. You may remember his name, Steve over there. Steve was just giving me an update on the. They the, cut him. They the, cut him. Oh yeah. And there was some reason they do that, and I don't understand all that, you know. But uh, man, he was well. The good. Dodgers did something like that too. They yeah. they gave options on one of their. Their guys, I can't remember. My brother, if he's listening, is going to be mad at me because I can't remember the names like he does. He's retired. Well, he's he's retired like you, Dallas. So he's got all kinds of time to memorize the names. Gavin Lux, I think, or something like that. Anyway, they they optioned him out. You know, he's going to be a great player, but it's down the road. But update on the Cincinnati Reds: five to one over Detroit. Wow. So the Reds are going to win a game. There's only sixty. So that's a pretty good that's a pretty good sign. Every yeah. game, you know, that's a good thing about this. You know, usually baseball, not every game counts. I mean, you can you can lose a few games and not have a big issue with it. But I'm going to say this name wrong. Aristides Equano. That was the one they cut. Yeah, you probably said that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a big Reds fan. Yeah. Steve's a big Red fan. No, Steve is a Detroit fan. So he's not happy that the Reds are winning. We usually go to the game every year. The Dodgers come to town. What are we going to do? No, they're not coming to town. Yeah, I know. So they're playing their division only. Well, here's what I said last night. I told my wife and my daughter and my son-in-law, if the Dodgers make it to the series, and they let fans in the series, I'm going. <laughs> and I'm just going to drop the mic. <laughs> I'm going because I want to see a ball game this year. Are you going to L.A. or the wherever they're playing the other team? Yes, wherever. <laughs> Chavez Ravine. Maybe they'll maybe they'll play. Well, they can play Cincinnati in the. They could play them in, play in the playoffs. Play, you know, I think with coronavirus, I think you're going to see uh, as long as they keep playing, which I think is a big if. 
Uh, obviously, if coronavirus gets inside some teams, I think that the MLB could pull the plug on it. But they've been lucky. Out of all their tests, and it, it's been thousands of tests, they've only had two positive tests in Major League Baseball. What do you attribute that to? Steroid use? <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's, yeah. to me, that's amazing. And then you've got, you know, you've got things like a football, t- a high school football team practicing, and it runs rapid through it. So, anyway, I, you know, if if they keep playing baseball, I think that, you know, if we get on the backside of things and uh, things start to improve, I think they'll allow some fans in. Still waiting to see what's going to happen with the NFL. The Bengals told me two weeks ago, fans, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, fans coming in, you mean? No fans. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, if, if Major League Baseball's not doing it, I don't see how the – I mean, because let's face it, not as many people go to Major League Baseball games as go to as go to football games. And spacing and stuff would be easier, I think, for, for Major League Baseball to handle. So I, I just don't think if, if baseball can't find a way to make that happen right now, I don't see how any NFL can do that either. And frankly, college football as well. So I hope they play college football. Don't you? Yeah. That's one of my favorite, favorite things. College football and college. Baseball. I'll take that over pro any day. Yeah. So, and I haven't heard the latest on the NBA. What's the latest? Anybody know the latest on the NBA? I know they're having pregames right now, but I haven't really, and they're probably, are they all in Orlando? I think so. Yeah, they're in the bubble. They're in the bubble. Hey, nobody's calling. Someone just said, thank you for connecting. Hold on a sec. Let me get my glasses. I hope you guys never stop this broadcast. So refreshing, even if you talk basketball, football, and baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can always talk about that stuff, but we'd rather answer questions. I'm surprised somebody doesn't have any questions about the school reopening or CCD. Hey, I study. found Pope John Paul II, Pope ahead. I was wondering what you were doing over there. Somebody else says, thank you all for connecting and evangelizing with your parishioners and Facebook. Thank you for Mass at Cardone. Such an enriching spiritual experience outside. Well, thank you. And <clears throat> yeah, we'd like, uh, I like Cardone Mass. I mean, I, I think the heat obviously is a, is a pain, but, uh, I don't know. It's just something about it. Like you said, the first week, I think, or the second week, the first week it rained and you kind of came out the door to give your homily and you did the, the old PJP too. <laughs> Be not afraid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you grabbed the mic and walked out there, I think you kind of threw Steve for a loop there. <laughs> yeah. It was a real good homily view of your back of your head. <laughs> so when you're going to ad lib, the first person that, and the only person that needs to know about it is the cameraman. <laughs> That's it. Nobody else needs to know, but he needs to know. So, but I, I enjoy Massacardo. I think in general, I was, I don't know. I, I didn't think it could be as spiritual, but you know the fact that people are coming to Mass at Cardone tells you they want to be at Mass. Because let's face it, as Catholics, we got every excuse not to go to Mass right now. Yep, no obligation has been uh, exempted. So I, I'm. I think the people that want to be there are there, and I think that that helps. What's the phone number eight five. No. Six five seven six five seven three three two two six six seven. That's six five seven three three two two six six seven. Or for those people that have actual numbers, letters under numbers, that's six five seven deacons. 
Where's those those longtime listeners? Tommy Johnson, Jason Barry. If we need to kill 41 seconds, we could play that thing again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to figure out how to make that my ringtone on my phone for you. <laughs> Just the part where that guy says, Dallas Kelly. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. We all wish we had a recording like that. You know? Yeah. So... So, Father Lynn, let's talk a little bit about what's going on up here at Cardone. You okay with that? You mean? Uh, well, not just Cardone, but school, too. <clears throat> so, school right now, plans in person, yeah? Yeah, the school right now, uh, we form a great task force, um, look at to reopen the school uh, with proper social distance, um, minimize using uh, face mask, Um Possibility moving the middle school out here to Cardone. Oh, the, the middle school. The middle school out here and keep the rest in, in at St. John. So not the preschool. Not so the that, preschool. That's a, that's a change then. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like I said, we maximize the space so we avoid uh, closeness. Um, we have a great people, very committed, do it right now. So right now I'm doing the same thing with uh, from the formation from the parasite CCD, um, RCIA, you know all of that activity, Night Columbus meetings. So Bible, look, Bible study, Bible study included. Yeah. So we're looking at what is a possibility using, you know, the two structure over here, so-called building two and building three. How can we maximize use for the parish uh, to maintain that possibility? So, like I say, you know, to coronavirus, it challenged us to move much more broader and then see what we can do. So the task force uh, is looking at right now, look at a facility, look at um, space and um, other event activity. So so the, our people work very diligently, very good, very good. Challenging. Mm-hmm. Quickly changing. You know. I don't, uh, I don't envy the the workload that goes into that. I think a lot of people underestimate that. And you know, there was there was a Scott County School Board meeting that was online this week where uh, Superintendent Hub spent a long time talking about what they're doing, and it just shows you that there is a lot of work being done. To try to figure it, figure out how to how to get to some sense of. Normal. Well, a friend of mine came to mass with us. And she stay afterward and see the stuff that we put together from sound, from videos, from movement. She said, "You all doing that every week?" I said, "Yep." <laughs> on that, on that, yep. on that note, I got two questions coming in, but let's go with the easy one first. And you talked about the production. Have you ever introduced Steve? If so, I missed it. Can you tell us about him? Wow. Well, good comment. No, no way to get the camera on him. But he controls the camera. Well, so walk around in front and just wave <laughs> or something. He controls the camera. Uh, I think everybody sees him at Cardone for sure. He's the, the guy up on the platform going up and down. <laughs> Super guy. Hey, we'll do it. We'll do an interview with him in the next week or two. How about that? Even if it's a short one. Is he you. behind there going, no, no? No, he's agreeing. I think he's agreeing. So, yeah. So, we'll do we'll do, we'll do, do an interview with Steve so people can understand the we, man behind the camera. <laughs> we'll have to figure out how to make that transition. So, you might have to bring helper that day. Michael, if you're listening, 
you're going to be the helper that day. So <laughs> great question. Great question. The other one was, I would like to hear your views on the controversy of wearing masks or not. Is it constitutional to have somebody who isn't sick wear a mask or shut down their business if they're not sick? Well, if you're talking about the Constitution, I don't know. <laughs> Anybody got a comment on that? Well, I mean, I've got a comment on everything. Just ask me. <laughs> I've got an opinion on everything. Just ask And me. after he's done, email Father Lynn. <laughs> or Bishop John Stowe. <laughs> I, I, I am not speaking for the church. I'm speaking for me personally. So uh, I kind of liken it to uh, seatbelt <coughs> seat usage. First of all, do you know the constitutionality, constitutionality of it? Yeah, I, I think I think the Constitution gives us gives the uh, gives the government some flexibility. I'm not a constitutional attorney, yeah. but I would say that uh, the fact that it's not being challenged constitutionally yet means that it's probably there's enough leeway there that it's that it's okay. Uh, Look, I I don't think I I haven't met a single person to date that likes to wear a mask. Okay, so no. Let's just all say. Let's just all agree with one thing: Batman, <laughs> Sp- Spider Man. Yeah, but he only wore it out of necessity. Right? Necessity, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he had to. So nobody likes to wear a mask, but you know we we need to do what we can. You know there. Obviously, this this is a real thing. You know, the conspiracy theorists to say that this is all political or all a bunch of bunch of made up stuff. You know, there's people dying. Really, there's people dying. There's people testing positive. I mean, you know people that are testing positive. Do you know people that doubt? Do you know people that are testing positive? No. Well, I do. You don't know a single person. I can't think of any. No, I do not. Interesting. Well, you're retired too. <laughs> I bet there's a lot of cases at Toyota. You want to? What do you think no, about I'm that? Sure. Uh, so it's real. It is real, and you know, if wearing a mask gets us one day closer to being uh, back to normal, I'm wearing a mask. But I would say, okay, you're right. Exactly. I don't. I cannot stand wearing a mask. If it's mandatory, I wear a mask. If it's not mandatory, I don't wear a mask. And don't if it's not mandatory, I don't think you should get mad at people that don't wear a mask. You know, no, I I agree. Yeah. I mean it's I mean it's a lot like church doctrine, right? People and people read like holding hands at the Our Father. I mean it's a lot. I mean they're different, but there's some similarities. People get mad when they see people holding hands at the Our Father or raising their hands in the Orange's position. But the church doesn't mandate one way or the other. So if people want to do that, let them do it. Okay, I don't mean to interrupt. That's okay. Somebody just corrected me. I do know somebody has the coronavirus. <laughs> Is your wife watching tonight, Dallas? Yes. Okay, so there you go. Yes, I, I do know Boom. somebody. Sorry, babe, I forgot. <laughs> I did forget this person. So you know, she knows them more than I do. That's why. I just, you know, it's such a little thing, and and you get accustomed to it. I mean, what's you know, I, I hear here's the here's the thing that I laugh at when I and I see it on social media. I just crack up when I see it. And if I, if I'm offending you, I'm sorry. If you're listening and I'm offending you, I'm sorry. But the people that think that the government having us wear masks is to prove to the government that we'll do whatever they tell us to do, that's not the case. It's just you know, the, 
the government doesn't have that much forethought to figure that out. You know, this whole concept is is tough. Uh, you know, you live from a, a culture that each and every one of you never experience restriction. It's true. You know, you, uh, you know. Yeah, that's I, true. People don't like to be restricted. Have you ever experienced restriction? Oh, I lived through it. That's what I said the other day. Someone asked me about it's how, called how, communism. How you thought about it? I said, you know what? I lived to a a regime that forbid you to go to mass whenever you feel like it. You yeah. stay home, curfew every night. You're not allowed to do this kind of show. You're not allowed to play any type of music that you prefer. Uh, coronavirus mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> not a big deal. Hey, we got a caller. Let's take this call. Y'all ready? Real, real quick. Okay. We'll take, Deacon we'll, Stout is a natural in front of the microphone. Is that my wife? I, you done stroked my ego now. I'll stroke yours. Uh, Deacon Stout is a natural in front of the microphone. Did he ever think about a career in communication when he was young? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> my communication skills were poor at best up until about probably ten years ago. So no, okay. but I I do enjoy this though. Okay, we have a caller. Let's see who you, we made mad. <laughs> <laughs> this this is uh, hold on. This is uh, Dave. Dave, welcome to the show, Dave. Dave Maloche. Oh, oh, you got to turn you got to turn your volume down in the background. Oh, I, I waited my whole life Hold to say on a that. Second. Who who do we have again? I'm Matt. Dave, go ahead. You're on the show. You're live. Well, son of a gun. <laughs> hey, um, I read this book on the um, Jewish roots to the Eucharist. I was just wondering what you all were thinking about that, or how that any connection you have on that. Jewish roots to the Eucharist. All of it. The Holy Eucharist. It was by Peter. Um, Peter, what's his last Kraft. name? We gave the book to my parents. Um, but it's Jewish Roots to the Holy Eucharist. Um, Gus Lloyd actually had him on his program. Knows how my voice changed there. Is it yeah. Peter, Peter Kraft by any chance? Or Kraft? I believe it began with the P his last name. Oh. I can't think of it right did now. You, did any of you happen to hear my homily about four or five weeks ago and I, and I walked through the Eucharist? The yes, t- t- we, we loved it. Yes, sir. We loved it. I mean, a lot of that is coming from, you know, the Jewish roots, you know, all the way from uh, Melchizedek all the way through. Was it Be- Brant Petra? Petra? No. P-I-T-R-E. Petru? Yep. Petro or Petra. Something like that. Brant Petra. Yes, exactly. Jesus and the Jewish Roots of the Eucharist, Unlocking the Secrets of the Last Supper with a Preface by Scott Hahn. Yes. Correct. That's exactly right. I mean, absolutely. Father, you want to take that from a theological perspective? I mean, Dow's just answered it. He, He preached about it. Absolutely. I mean, the connection between the Catholic faith and the Jewish faith is strong. But the, you know, the symbol root, the Jewish are looking for the Messiah, the fulfillment. Christ is the fulfillment. And the Eucharist is an act of that fulfillment. So therefore, you can trace back from the prophetic of the ancient biblical book and pointing to that reality. And Jesus fulfilled that in the new sacrament, you know, in the new 
um, you know, we call him the sacramental, uh, the the primordial sacrament. So he he is the Messiah, the one to fulfill the Passover, the manna from heaven. Uh huh. The miracles manna from heaven, which is a jewel long for that. Uh, the mysterious bread make present. So it it, it th- there is nothing to contradict that reality at all. And on top of it, he's a Jew. <laughs> Uh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus is Jew. Absolutely. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I remember there's a... Right. Yeah, there. I don't know if you used to, uh, What is her name? She's now a nun. She used to be on Catholic Answers Live. I don't forgot her name. But she's now a mother superior of an order. And uh, she told John Paul, Pope John Paul II one time, St. John Paul II, she was a Jewish convert. And he said, no, you're not a convert. You quit calling yourself a convert. Because it's one straight line. You know, from the Jewish faith to us, it doesn't veer off. I mean, it's just one straight line. And it just, I think it just takes, takes the, you, your enlightenment almost, right? Yeah. Your, your call to, to bring you into the, the, I think that would be an easy, a lot of people say, yeah, can a Jew convert to be Catholicism? <laughs> well, a lot of them did it. Yeah. <laughs> the first ones, yeah. Absolutely. Lots and lots. The, the unfortunate many Catholics forgot about the root of it. Right, and so therefore it's hard to entice. But the 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 root that that truly, you know, Jesus not pop out in thin air, and his messianic message or mission is not on his own. Right, it's a fulfillment of the promise that the people, the chosen people, with is the Jew. You know, we never deny that in Catholic doctrine. I think sometimes in today's culture. The, the Jewish people are sometimes confused because I think a lot of people forget that the Jewish people are not just it's not just a faith you know it's a country and it's a what's the word I'm looking what what's the word I'm looking for a a race a race the chosen yeah. race yeah, it's a, a race. race yeah and so it's 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 not just a religion it's a it's a race by the way I'm 17 percent Jewish so I do <laughs> I, I do get the Jewish holidays <laughs> I don't claim them, but, uh, but no, I think that's, that's, that's a great question. And I think sometimes I think in our culture today, we, f- we forget about the close connection, even though we preach about it a lot. Does that answer your question, Dave? You have two different voices. I know. No, Barb has one question. This is his wife, Barb. So, Hi, Barb. Welcome um, to the show. I was really, yes, I know. Thank you. I was very interested in that book. I think, Something that Gus Lloyd had on his program this morning was Lisa Brinken May. I don't know if I'm Brennan Brennan Kamei. I'm not sure if I'm, spell, I'm pronouncing her name correctly, but she started a Bible study for um, Catholic moms who uh, were stay-at-home moms and a lot of them had transitioned into the Catholic faith and were not um, educated enough about the different um, sacraments and why we do what we do. And so she started this Bible study group and it grew to be enormous. Um, And one of the things she said was, there are so many times when people go through ICRA programs and they're just not educated enough about um, the Catholic ways 
that she had to find herself, she had to find biblical scholars to teach her about our faith. And I find that that's very true. We all get into a routine and we go to church and we listen to the homily and, you know, it becomes routine and, and we don't really, we're not able to digest and really absorb what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I believe that too. And Dave and I are starting to do a lot of research and finding these biblical scholars and reading on our own. And I think it would be nice sometimes to have a, I don't know, a, a book club, you know, for, for people, for adults to, to join and, and you, get to learn more about it. Are you guys in, in our depth, parish? Do y'all go to you know, depth education? Do you all go to our church? Our parish? Are you at our parish, or were you? We, we do, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think there's a couple of opportunities for that, right? We've had a we've had a book club here in the past. I don't know if coronavirus has nixed that. Obviously, there's Catholic Way Bible study that's going on. That's we're looking about how to start back up. But I agree 100 percent with you, and I think with with Michael's question earlier about what changes have taken place as a result of coronavirus, we kind of glossed over it, but we said faith. I think there's a whole lot of people that are doing exactly what you're talking about. They're picking up books about their faith. They're, yeah. pick, they're picking up their Bibles. You know, the, there's a, I'll say there's more time because I don't think we're as busy as we used to be. At least we have less things to do. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on if you're essential that. or not. But if you're essential, then maybe not. But No, I will say born, raised Catholic. I went to a Catholic school my whole life, but there's a lot to learn. There's a lot that you have to memorize versus what you have to actually think about, absorb, and remember for life. And I think that's important. Um, you know, I, I am a photographic person and, and I sometimes, especially in school, you know, thought about things. I didn't think about things. I memorized things. And I think it's important to, to think about it, analyze it and really understand it. And I think that's where the Catholic faith needs to become stronger. Um, The leaders especially need to make sure we understand what the Bible means. And um, I don't know, Gus Lloyd's show this morning really said it all because it's true. I mean, we all become in, in this routine and we feel like, you know, we're blessed for the rest of our life as long as we do all of this, but it's, that's not true. You know, we have to, there's more into it. You know, we have to give ourselves and make our life simpler. And if there's so much more that um, we need to learn. Just curious. And that's what I hope for all of us. Just curious. Did you catch it when we had Gus Lloyd on the show? Oh, I did. I was your biggest fan. <laughs> yeah. Now the yeah. ones you're if you the ones you're hearing at Gus Lloyd now is a uh, reruns. He's been off on surgery, so we're yes. you're hearing the uh, reruns on yes, the show. Yes, I know. Yeah, he's he'll be back yeah. on he'll be I, back I, on on Monday. But no, I, I think that's a great you're, you're great. I, th- I think one of the things that we miss out on and, and Lavinia talked about it when she was on the show, and, and I actually listened to one of her podcasts. I think sometimes what we forget as Catholics is we're called to evangelize. Mm-hmm. And if if you're just going through the motions and going to Mass and checking off the boxes, hey, I'm being a good Catholic, I'm receiving these seven sacraments, which are good, which is important. But at the heart of our faith is evangelization. And if we're not evangelizing, then we're not doing what we're called to do. 
we're not true disciples if we're not evangelists. That's right. That's right. And I think a lot of times, you know, born raised Catholic, it's like you have to go to mass every Sunday, and you. So, so if you go to mass, then you're okay. And that's that's really not the case because there's so much more into it for you to to totally, you know, to, for it to be fulfilling. And I don't think people realize that. And I mean, including myself, I mean, it took a long time for me to realize that too. And, you know, life circumstances and, you know, just faith calls and Jesus calls and you think, wow, you know, yeah, challenges make you think that. And I just think that we need to be more proactive and making sure we have resources available for people to become more educated. That's good. I agree. She's gonna, she's gonna take over y'all's show. Come on, watch out! Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna bring you into the studio. I think, no, I think it's a good, I think it's a good discussion. No, 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 thank you. I I think you guys are doing great. I applaud every single bit of your efforts, and I understand how hard it is. And I think it's wonder. I enjoy it every Friday, honestly. So, well, thank you. So, well, Dave, I need some moose. I need some meat. <laughs> uh oh. Hey, um, I'll see what I can do for you. You know, season's coming up here pretty soon. So, okay. What season? You know, keep your fingers crossed. Say some prayers for me. What season? You know, what season, Dave we'll Dallas? Do we do. Dave Dallas wants to know what season's coming up. He's a hunter. What season? Oh, dear. Well, you know, it's a little bit away, but huh. deer season's coming up. We'll, Where do we'll you see hunt? What we can do. I'll Where? talk to Dallas. Uh, Where do you hunt? He's, he's not. He, Dallas doesn't know who I am, but I will get in touch with Dallas. And we'll, um, just stay, just stay safe, Dave. Just, just keep the distance. I'm always looking safe for a new way. place to hunt. There you go, brother. I Dave. love to hunt. So we'll, we'll see what we can do. Do you bow hunt? We'll see. Uh, I just recently, like a year, two years ago, I got a crossbow, and I always. Um, you know, was fearful of hunting with a um, compound bow because, you know, sometimes you're not as accurate as you could be. And um, with a crossbow, it's it's pretty accurate. So yeah. um, now I feel comfortable doing that because I would it would break my heart to um, shoot something and not be able to find it or whatever. You know, what I'm talking about there. Yeah. My, my- and, um, my compound bow is up for sale because I bought a crossbow two years ago. So now, <laughs> so y'all got something, yeah. Dave. Y'all got something in common. Y'all yeah. need to go crossbow once go together. Cross, once you go crossbow, you can't go back. <laughs> well, uh, well, let's not go there from here. But I'll let the, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll see what we can do with that because um, I do I do um, need to have a partner in my uh, um, what would they call that. Um, in the field, out in the field. Yeah, in the field there. Yeah, yeah I would definitely need somebody. Be good. Melosh. 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 Well, Dave, and I didn't catch your wife's name again. Barb. Barb. Dave and Barb, thanks for calling. You, you, you guys are wrapping the show up tonight. We appreciate y'all listening every week. And uh, Thanks for the call, Barb. It, it sounds like you might be a future guest. We, we can do it remotely. Just remember, we've got the technology. We can make it happen. So Yes, you do, Tim. Thank you so much, Deacon. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks you for calling. Thank you. 
All right. Bye-bye. All right. We'll talk to you all soon. All Thanks, right. brother. Bye. Good night. How are we on time? We're we're there. I might even skip saying of the day. I might just close it out. Okay, because we got several more coming in. But we'll, we got more questions. Yeah, but co- questions and comments. But go ahead, read them off. Well, the one is uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Carl just text me and say Dove season is next. Oh, Dove yeah, season. September first. All right, Dove season. Everybody is essential to somebody, and maybe several people. Therefore, all their jobs are essential. I agree. I agree. Anybody, I mean, to me, the definition of essential is if you provide somebody income to provide for their family, then it's essential. It's essential to somebody, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And there's a couple more, but we'll, we'll, we'll wait on those. All right. Great show. Went better than I thought. What do y'all think? Very good. We'll, we'll have to we'll have do, another one. We'll, we'll do that one. again, maybe? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. good. Catch maybe, on. maybe by then somebody will donate an air conditioner in here. <laughs> or, you know, there is central air in here, right? <laughs> I saw that. I went down and looked at the the air conditioning units. They look like they work. <laughs> They're just fired off. So if, if, if we all don't make it home in the next half hour, it means we die from heat exhaustion, send an ambulance, okay? <laughs> no fishing report this week. No church go. report. We already gave the church report for this week. As always, make sure you hit the like button on Facebook and YouTube. Subscribe, like, whatever whatever the button says. Click the button, right? We, we like it. Appreciate all the comments today. Just a reminder, if you like what we're doing and you can support us financially, we're the church. We need all the donations we can get. Right, Father? Yes, sir. Definitely. SSFJ.org. SSFJ.org. Takes you to the giving page for the parish. You can find lots of stuff for donations from Sunday Offertory to Special Collections. Correct. To Adopt a Student, to the Capital Campaign, all over the place. So if you want to give SSFJ.org. And finally, Father Lynn, you get to give the blessings. The Lord be with you. And, and with, with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hey, great show, guys. We'll do it again soon. Till next week, I'm Deacon Tim's Doubt. I'm Father yeah. Lynn. Dallas. And I am Deacon Dallas. Deacon Dallas. I got more questions. See, see, see what happens when you don't give them paper. They get out of sorts. Hey, good night, everybody, and thanks for calling in. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Let me be real When I see you, my heart starts racing, but I don't know if I like this chasing and playing and waiting around. It's a shame that my hands start shaking